Adrian Gales are now on the attack and it's Rebecca Moore. She holds off her mark and she's racing through and there's no one there that's going to stop her. And there was no one there that was going to stop her. They came to start off her there a little bit as well, briefly, didn't they? Yeah, the Bridges girls, I think they were half expecting a free there because she did overcarry the ball, but the referee not interested. And now she's, and Rebecca just had the, the ball dispossessed from her there, but it's going to be Bridges who will break out of the defence there while you're taking your notes. Um, and it's been a good game though, and I tell you, it's we saw some fairly one-sided games this morning and another fixture we were both at, and this at least looks to be a level game. It could be exciting right to the end here, I think. Exactly, because... Adrian Gales is a new occasion for them, whereas St. Bridget's are established, and these are players that have been involved for a while. And it's down there with Louise Gallagher. Louise Gallagher plays the ball back to Chloe Harvey. Chloe Harvey with a shot, and Chloe Harvey with a goal. Very well worked piece of uh, play there from Louise Gallagher to, to win that ball. She's got good strength and just won that ball and just laid it off to Chloe Harvey. Great finish from the. Bridges player too. And you had mentioned about tight, and it is 1 1 2 1 1, so it's all square here. It also bears reckoning that the uh, this is actually St. Bridget's B's first championship game as well. They've uh, Willen would have had B teams in the past, but since they've merged together because of lack of numbers with Jim Riley and with Ockney Sheelan. It's uh, it's their first time fielding a, a B team in the in the championship too. So unknown quantity here from both sides. Ball down there by Josie Martin. It bounced nicely for Catherine Farrell and Catherine Farrell is through. She wants to take a shot herself. Oh what a goal! It's a great finish from Catherine Farrell. She's oh. just stuck in the back of the net uh, from a little further out this time, about maybe 13, 14 yards out, and really give the goalkeeper no chance. She really knew what she, she had such confidence in herself, didn't she, though, to take that shot on? So she has been involved with Dublin in, yeah. in, in Leinster Championship wins and, and everything at, at the highest level. Now she's, she's getting on in, in, in age now. She's and not the, the nipper she was back then, but she's, she's still well able to, to mix it at this level and she's yeah. a fine athlete. And she used her experience there because she was able to judge that the ball was going to a hop and bounce nicely for her. The ball down in from Josie Murta. And it looks like the ball's going to go back, and Leitrim Gales goalkeeper Sonia Maguire is just going to let the ball go out for a goal kick. So 2 1, 2 1 1 in favour of the home side. All bunched around, Sonia's wondering who she's going to kick it to. She go for the middle or go for the wing? She went for the middle. And there's a good catch there in the middle by Josie Murta. Josie Murta lays it off to Rebecca Moore. Moore has already got a point to her name this afternoon. She has been well challenged there by Lauren Dunahoe. But uh, Dunahoe was a judge to a fowler, so it's going to be a free in to Leitrim Gales. It's going to be some good battles here. Free is taken short and quickly. Back again. Oh, Orla Smith. Orla Smith has gone through. She's got another pair around her. She takes the shot and it's over the bar for a point. Good start here, Breffney, for uh, the home side. Yeah, it's a very bright start and uh, I think they'll be quite happy with it. They struggled through the league, I suppose, as, as teams would have had their full complements uh, in opposition to them. They're playing for other first teams, they were playing other. Um, second teams with first team players and now it's it's a straight shootout it's your squad against our squad and, and they're showing that having that first team where their strong players are available yeah. is, is a huge addition to them but but they're worth their lead they've been very bright and, but it's been it's a really good game and we talk about how tight it's going to be Louise Gallagher and great chance there she's laid it off Louise Gallagher to Chloe Harvey again and Chloe Harvey for a second goal and I tell you the finishing in this game is absolutely brilliant and it's unusual because St. Bridget's had a game earlier on this afternoon. They have um, players are wearing subs jerseys of the jerseys that they had. So it's unusual because you're there kind of looking at the team. She goes, where's 18, where's 16, where's 29? But a great finish there from uh, Chloe Harvey. That's our second goal. And I think we could end up having a, a shootout between Chloe Harvey and uh, Captain Farrell. Ball bounces down there and it bounces nicely for a St. Bridget's player. Morns in the wars again. She uh, she took a knock there in that collision, and she looks to be uh, shaking herself off, shaking the hand off. Looks like she took an impact near your finger, but uh, she, she, I'm sure she'll continue. She's doubled over now. It doesn't look too good, but I wouldn't. I'd be very surprised now if she uh, she doesn't continue. 
that goal from Chloe Harvey, like when you Fabulous. say a top corner, it literally was the top corner. She seems to be okay. Sure, us women are made of strong stuff. Shook off that left hand and she appears to be back out and running again. Nice win there, Louise Gallagher. A bit further from goal this time, but she's uh, looks to be the, the target woman up front for St. Bridget's. Or the playmaker as well, the person that they're going to use an awful lot. Free there, one by St. Bridget's. Going to try and play it in as quick as they can. Looks like Deirdre Quinn. Deirdre Quinn gets the ball. She got a bit of a knock there. Louise Gallagher, we mentioned her, puts a high ball in there. Well done. Sonia Maguire, she's able to come out and read the ball. She's been, ooh, might have taken a little step too much, but uh, referee didn't see that. Players are around there, and it has fallen nicely to Jacinta Maguire. And Jacinta Maguire has pointed over, and the sides are level, 2-2. Two, two. One linesman, one umpire is up to signal that wide. I'm not quite sure what he's given there, to be honest. But the umpire on the far side, Marlon Cookin, has a signal that to be wide. Score. We'll have to qu query that one and see what the situation is. Do you know what I, I always find really annoying is when there's flags there, they don't use them. Because, you know, put a finger and you're there going, what's the score? Is something for the referee? Or you have to kind of keep an eye on everything. We're going to look for uh, our little helper, as uh, Breffney calls it, the dream team. Uh, Con Doyle, myself, and Breffney. So, uh, Con said it was definitely right. So you need more more than uh, one set of eyes watching it, this game. A uh, bit of a, a scramble there, but it's just one there, well won there by one of the Gerbilla Gun. Gerbilla good save there from uh, Deirdre Quinn by Sonia Maguire. She stood her stood her line very well there, didn't she, Bethany? Absolutely, uh, great save from Sonia Maguire. And I suppose Deirdre Quinn might uh, might not be a familiar name to anyone who's under the certain age listening, but. That lady has a couple of all-stars in her back pocket, so she knows exactly how to find the back of the net. But, um, she, she took that shot with such ease as well. Yeah, well handled by Sonia Maguire. She's been very impressive um, handling in the early stages of the game as well. So uh, sometimes when you look at these teams at this level, the goalkeeping can be a problem for them. Yeah. Uh, but she's acquitted herself very, very well. Could do little or nothing about the two uh, goals that have been scored. Yeah, Lauren, Louise Gallagher appeared to be fouled over there. Referee did play advantage, so calling back. Just looking at Lauren McGuire, or Lauren Donahoe and Rebecca Moran, those two, I think, uh, just even watching it now in its early stages, that is going to be an interesting battle between those two. So the score is 2-2 two -two to 2-1 two in favour of the home side. But uh, Lee Sibbridge just have a chance now to draw the game level. Chloe Harvey is gone over. She's already scored two goals. Some of the goals here have been absolutely quality. She takes the free and she... Puts it wide. Unfortunately, that went went wide. But uh, you said, you know, we we've had our fair share of one-sided games, so at least this is going to be teams of the same quality. That's what you want. Yeah. Teams of the same quality in a championship to make it interesting. Absolutely, you know, and that's kind of important as well because I think people would be expecting a, a brand new team to struggle here, and a lot of girls maybe with not a whole lot of experience. Louise Gallagher through, Louise Gallagher through, and Louise Gallagher, oh, just wide, but the referee has decided it was a penalty. I'm not so sure about that decision, but I think it could have gone either way. But. Do you know who Louise, um, you know, Gallagher, when she goes on that run there, she reminds me of a Jessica Barry from Longford, would have been Desi Barry's daughter, the ginger hair, puts the head down and just goes for that goal. She had goal on her mind there. Um, I don't know, someone might have said a foot block, I didn't see a foot block there. Um, maybe was a hand on her or something. But uh, there's a penalty and uh, Chloe Harvey has a chance to get her and her side's third goal. Referee is telling everyone to stand back behind the line. It's so one it's of those beautiful things about junior football. Referee has to explain basic things to... Oh, well done there, Sonia Maguire. And saves the penalty and, and then puts the pressure on the rebound. And it's gone wide, and uh, whether it was a penalty or not now, it was almost immaterial. It's the same effect, essentially. It's a goal kick to... Uh... Do you know what I said, and I said it to my dad a few weeks ago, 
I really do feel that you shouldn't be allowed to score from a rebound. If a if a goalkeeper saves a penalty, they should be rewarded by that save, shouldn't they? You when know, I just levels, don't find. I, I'm I'm a former goalkeeper and I uh, failed former goalkeeper, but same no, here. I, I agree with you. I'm part of the goalkeepers union because it, it is an art in itself. Obviously, taking a penalty, but it's an art in itself to actually save it. There's, there's different levels of saving it. You can save it and knock it safe, or save it. And just knock it back out. Yeah. So I think no. I think you get the, you get the if you do the t- the crime you deserve to the punishment and the punishment is the penalty and getting the game restarts. And if you can't stop it properly, then advantage forward basically. You have to get quicker uh, quicker defenders back exactly. in to uh, to save you. Exactly. There was actually a little bit of encroachment on that penalty, so I'm actually surprised. That's what I thought because when Sonia went out and luckily she had one of her defenders there to come back out. So uh, great, great work by the uh, collective, and it remains uh, a one-point lead for Alicia Gales, I think. Yeah, Chloe Harvey again. She's going to be the player that's involved in a lot of a lot of it back into Louise Gallagher. Louise Gallagher and a point there. So uh, Louise Gallagher levels up the game. They've had a bit of a purple patch there, and now sees them. With 15 minutes already gone here. 2-2 two, two, to 2-2 two, two. and it is evenly poised great kick out there by uh, Sonia McGuire as you said about junior football in some ways kind of goalkeeper is not a position that they really worry about but here you look at Sonia and, and her kickouts and everything today unfortunately it's won there back by uh, a St Bridget's player over here to Deirdre Quinn Deirdre Quinn playing it back down there it's Rihanna McTague and Mateg is back to Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion back to Mateg. But it is one there. Well done. It's overturned by uh, Legion Gales. And it is Rebecca Moore who is on the attack. She's appeared to be a foul. She just pulled over at the last minute there. Referee Palatula has given her the free. She just gathers herself and she's going to look for a pass. Cashman Farrell's running well down the corner. Right, I am not going to praise anyone again. <laughs> she came back on her left foot and just that shot just uh, to the right. You know that the commentator is cursed, but listen, she's only human. Absolutely. There was no. a player inside her, Neve Hargan, in there with a bit of space unmarked, close to the goal, but um, she chose to shoot, and unfortunately for Nietzsche Mills, it didn't quite end up uh, where she wanted it to. There's going to be some good battles here all over the far side of the field we see uh, Maura Heston is running down trying to put pressure on this Bridget's player over there and it's going to fall nicely to uh, Louise Gallagher Louise Gallagher has two players around her and she beats she tries to beat two and she jumps in inside she's been pulled yeah the referee had the hand up you know a player like Louise as well she knows how to invert a commas win a free you know these experienced players yeah, and do that. I think also the, the experience level of the opponent is, is important in that discussion too because the girls who haven't played a lot of football yeah. maybe in a lot of, in recent years and and they're more more likely to maybe revert to a, a foul um, than yeah. a clean tackle and ball played over there. Free wasn't taken, it was just played over the first side over to Deirdre Quinn. But uh, it appeared to have gone out and gone wide. Listen, the thing about it is, for Leitrim Gales, no matter how this game goes this afternoon, they're going to learn so much. And for them just to get out onto the field, I remember going back, you know, I decided to play Gaelic Brothers and others, and it's just getting yourself togged out and going out and just getting out on the field. So it's a great battle over there. Josie Murta appears to go down on the ball on the ground, I think they're in the St. Bridget's. Ball played in there. Chloe Harvey. Chloe Harvey is now, she's come out, she's come out and Louise Gallagher's gone in and early, early in the stages it was Louise Gallagher that was doing uh, all that, she seems to have a bit of a, an injury so. She picked up a hand injury uh, with uh, the manager, uh, Jared is going to have a look and see how she's getting on. Jared used to be well known to anyone around Rome Riley, has uh, been in charge of the men's team, involved in the men's team there for a long time. He's over the two St. Bridget sides this year. No subs, of course, with St. Bridget. They've only got 15 players. So, um, Jim Riley, I was actually down there the other night and well treated and got to meet the legend that is 
Jimmy Hillahan. Actually, have one sub, Laney Corrigan, is on, I'd say it just yes. could be just a case of a blood sub for um, for Chloe Harvey there. Yeah, got to meet uh, Jamie Holland, Jimmy Holland. And then he was down in Ock Machine last night, so great character. Ball played in there, but another wide. Mal Guffey in there. Uh, great catch. Manager, great there. catch. Great well, catch. He, he kind of took it off his foot uh, over his back. It was an interesting uh, move. Showing his skills. It wouldn't have been uh, something out of Swan Lake, maybe. Uh, we'll have to have a chat with Mal about that, see if he's uh, doing some ballet in his spare time. But a uh, lovely piece of skill from him. It wouldn't have been a miss uh, in uh, in Paradise, as you'd call it, Parkhead. Uh, Celtic won by a big score today. I know you're a big Celtic fan. But right now, it's another team in green that are controlling things. Leecham Gales here very, very impressive in the open stages of this game. I must actually find out from Khan at halftime, he's taken the wides, what the wide count is. Versus Bridges have had a couple of wides. Catherine Farrell is now on the attack and she kicks the ball and she kicks it over the bar. It's that combination again we talked about it earlier yeah. in the day between Orla Smith or Orla Flynn at, at midfield and, and Catherine Farrell at, at centre forward. But just, uh, they really are a class act at this level particularly. Ball kicked out there. Well, yeah, Derby gone. Down the other end, right into Louise Galler. Louise Galler's going to take on her player. Her jersey being pulled, blatantly pulled. So the referee allowed to play advantage, and Louise Gallagher. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest problem in Gales at the moment is how they're going to keep her point. Yeah. They've put two or three different girls on at different stages and none of them have really quite worked. Uh, I think we might start seeing maybe even uh, one of the, the stronger players come back on her because that could be the winning and losing of this game, Denise. Yeah, because uh, she's got so much um, faith in her ability. Great catch there by Deirdre Quinn from uh, Sonia Maguire's kick out and back down again to uh, Louise Gallagher. Well, we have a competition to see how many times we only mention Louise Gallagher in this game. Oh, beautiful point. We won't be drinking the game in. because we have to survive the next 40 minutes. She's going to see a lot of the ball, I think. Well, drinking game, I'd be okay. I don't drink, so... Uh, well, that makes two of us. I think the, the <laughs> loss of Chloe Harvey, though, it could be vital because she was a nice foil for Louise Gallagher. Yeah. Louise is going to have to do a lot of that work. Yeah, because she, Chloe had been out around the 45 and she was the one that was kind of making it um, ball kicked out there ball kicked out there by uh, Sonia Maguire won by Orla Smith and as we mentioned Orla and Catching have combined a few times Rebecca Warren plays it back to her Smith is looking up and she's playing the ball into Catherine Farrell Catherine Farrell gets by her marker back over to Orla Smith Orla Smith with a shot you want to put your house on her putting it over wouldn't you absolutely absolutely poor poor wives in some ways but she's She's human, but it was a lovely move there. Um, the, the two midfielders combining as well as as uh, Vera then back to um, Orla Smith. So there's players there that can, you know, open up that St Bridget's. And I think uh, what I'm noticing now more from Leitrim Gales is they're playing more direct football. Yes. To get it as quick as they can. One there by Laney Corrigan, the sub that has come on for St Bridget's in place of Chloe Harvey. We're hoping. Maybe that Chloe might be able to get it back on again. Lauren McDonough takes it. I think if you look at the game, the, the, the interesting part is maybe um, St. Bridges have a very young side for the most part, but one or two exceptions, and, but they, they can all play. And I think if looking at the Leitrim Gales, I know uh, locally a lot of the talk would have been that maybe some of the players are surprising additions to a football team and maybe not quite at the pace of the game just yet. So Leitrim Gales are kind of playing with a bit of a stacked deck in, in some respects, but, but the individual quality that Leitrim Gales have is probably stronger. So it's interesting to see maybe how a team of four or five individuals will do against a solid team that aren't quite at the same level as them. Listen, they're only a point behind in this game. It's 2-3, 2-4 in favour of the visitors. Uh, Rebecca Moore off to Arla Smith. Arla Smith back then to number 13, who is Leah Harrigan. And Leah puts it over the bar to draw the sides level again. We're seeing girls, Leah obviously would have played with Kielder Gales up until last year, but has elected to transfer to, to Leitrim Gales. Uh, it's on the county board, but it's also an opportunity for her to, to help out and, and, and get a team up and running. It's great to see them and good news for St Bridges, but not good news for Leitrim Gales. Um, Chloe Harvey is back on the field. Chloe has scored two goals already in this game. 
we've already had a penalty save. Jeez, it's all going this junior game. No disrespect to the game we were at earlier on that was pretty one-sided. At least we have plenty to talk about um, in this game. And like the four goals, the quality have been just absolutely, I think, you know, Chloe Harvey's goal, just top corner. Yeah, we're seeing now uh, Catherine Farrell Celtics, oh yeah, getting yes. a bit of attention to her finger thing on the far side of the pitch. And that could be a catastrophic loss for Leitrim Gales if, uh, if she has forced off at this stage. They've really been in this game and likely to be in the game for, for 60 minutes, but it's just... You can see that being a problem for them going forward if she's struggling. The thing about it is as well, where we have the break when she's back on, fitness could also be a big thing in this game. You know, the side that has played the football that knows how to, to win the game for and play the game for 60 minutes. So the referee, Palo Tool, blows the whistle to restart the game. It's kicked out there by Rebecca Riley and it is won by a Leitrim Gales player over the far side. Play back in then to Rebecca Morn. Rebecca Morn has the ball. She's been surrounded there, but she's still able to take her shot off into Catherine Farrell. Catherine Farrell pulls off player. She got the ball. Unfortunately, wide there. The important thing is that she's still on the pitch after the uh, attention she saw for her hand. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the, the next pans are. I know we're approaching half time now, we've only a couple of minutes left, but whoever scores one or two before half time can really put themselves in the driving seat for the second half. That's exactly it. Ball played up there for St Bridget's, but it's going to be won there by Elitrim Gales player. Not so far it was Rebecca Hogan that won that ball there. But it looks as if it's going to be a battle there. Riona Mateig wins that. Does well. Ball back up into the forward line. Ger is uh, standing in our way and I'm quite small as well so we'll have to try to strain our neck back down catching fire catching fire has a beating of her player she's a player there beside her as well but she's trying to stick it herself and she takes it to the shelf there was players available she, did she take the wrong option there I think, no, she I think actually she almost became impeded by her own teammate who kind of couldn't get out of her own way a little bit so just she dragged two defenders to her and just ran out of space um, but again that's that inexperience we talked about and you're yeah. going to expect to see that um, through this game with some of these players here as well but they've been battling well question mark maybe you're free there for Leitrim Gales but it's gone uh, yeah it looked as if Amy Doherty was fouled there but um, do you know what if there was decisions like that we're kind of saying that we wanted to be more contact so I suppose in, in some ways we, we can't really complain Ball there, Lauren Donahoe has it. She's started well and been kind of quiet enough, but back into the game now. So on the far side with Deirdre Quinn. Deirdre Quinn, players of San Anafra. But uh, Rebecca Hogan has come back and done very well. That'll give, her, that'll give her some confidence as well, you know, being able to win a ball and get possession ahead of Deirdre. Well, well, to be honest, I, th I think she put her foot in maybe where she shouldn't have to get in the first place and Deirdre Quinn's protesting her free, but Pat O'Toole just waves it away, but it, I think she had a, a case for a free there in for Ahawillan, but it's been a very solid performance here, but we're beginning to see uh, really good performances from some of the yeah, Bridges players uh, coming into the game. Sean Mannion's been very impressive for the last 10 or so minutes really coming into the game and, and adding just a little bit of extra coming out of the defence for St Bridges. Exactly, St Bridges was a shot that came in there but it looks as if it's gone wide. Rebecca Morn is down again. Now someone said shout a head injury but I think it will be the hand again. Yeah, she's been in bother a few times. Yeah. She really looks to be struggling this time. Yeah. But again, she's one of that kind of trio around the middle of the field that these wheels really can't afford to lose any of them. Uh, Orla Smith and herself in midfield have really been uh, a really good pivot for the likes of Catherine Farrell to come into the game. And even uh, we saw a great score from Neve Harganen earlier as well. So um, it did really miss her in midfield if she wasn't able to continue. But I think I think we'll see her continue uh, through the. I think maybe just kind of whatever way she was. A bit, a bit winded or something, she's going to uh, drink of water anyway. Yeah, half time's approaching, so yeah. she'll get a chance to regroup. Okay, just a real typical GA club match referee coming over to see how she was. Normally, in a hot day, they're coming over, give us a look at that water, but uh, came over to see uh, how she was. Um, she seems to be grand. She definitely has uh, put her body on the line, hasn't she, so far today, Rebecca? But she has, but so have the rest of them. They've been uh, both sides have been a really, really 
at the races in terms of the performance so far. There's been mistakes, yes, on both sides. Uh, Handling isn't maybe what we'd expect to see in a senior game, but you're going to get that at this level. But the two, but but the you know, the two honest, yeah. two honest players who are, are who are going for it, and there's nothing malicious or you know, it's just a, a good hard game. Yeah, there have been some really impressive players, maybe from people who we wouldn't necessarily have known about before today. Like Sonia Maguire has been very impressive in goals. She's saved a penalty. She's uh, she's been very heavily involved in, in, in everything good in terms of distribution out from the back. Yeah, and, and even her even her kickouts there, and it eventually has fallen to uh, Amy. Doherty and Amy Doherty is uh, going to push uh, Jill to clean off her but uh, the ball falls loosely and it falls there to Sonia Mannion Shauna Mannion and she's able to yeah that's the girl I mentioned a couple of minutes ago yeah. she's been uh, involved in a lot of defence good defensive work breaking up Leitrim Gale's attacks and she had that ball and she wasn't going to let go of that ball there a minute Absolutely. ago Derb Gunn is on the ball now for Sir Bridget's ball is out wide into Louise Gallagher. Louise Gallagher, when she gets the ball, she likes to cut inside and she's holding the player off. The player off is Orla Smith. She takes a shot. Still there, big Gary on there. Ball falls then to Gemma Galligan. But uh, Sonia Maguire again. We said that. And do you know what? The fact that, that you know, the, the shots might be, you know, powerful shots and that. But she has, is steady in there. I know she's conceded two goals, but she's been steady with getting balls. So it's going to give her confidence, Sean and Maguire. She's and been then very solid. In, both with Sorry, Sonia, I'm after giving you. And the distribution. You're giving her the commentators first. Again. Yeah. You need to stop talking to me. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. Louise Gallagher then. She cuts inside. Back out to Gemma Galligan Maguire. Back out to the one that we call Deirdre Quinn. But she has got a two players around her. But still, look at that class that she was able to release the ball. That's poor from Derv Lagoon. The, the one thing I'll say is the referee looks to be preparing to blow the half-time whistle here is that he hasn't given a foul for over carrying once in the opening half and I think he probably could have had maybe half a dozen oh, loads stages. Um, I, I think, think there's a bit yeah. of frustration growing in with a couple of players, maybe the more experienced players on the St. Bridget's side in particular who are kind of, you can see them going but, but she's carrying the ball and, and sometimes refs let it go because of the standard that they're at and, and I get that but I have a friend, I have a friend Gavin Colley and he reps and he's very into steps and stuff like that. Now here we are on the Orla attack. Smith is on the attack, she takes the shot. And Orla, perfect time, right for half time. Fabulous run and score from Orla Smith, that was just very, very impressive. Um, again, caught well by Catherine Farrell in midfield and she fed it back to her uh, her middle trio partner, Shelby Kohler, and Smith just took on the whole defence and popped it over the bar. Great score. Great time to get as well to take a lead in at half time, but still we've time to play here. Back there in the St. Bridges half back line. Lauren Donahoe now has it. Is she going to take a run? She is. So Rebecca Moran is behind her. But uh, she's been instructed to keep going, and that's exactly what she's doing. She's keep going. She's able to lay it off then to. Louise, Louise Gallagher, Louise Gallagher back to Chloe Harvey. Chloe Harvey runs into a number of players, but she still has possession and she's well able to keep the ball. And then Louise Gallagher, it's just so cool. She just hit that ball, cool as you like, to draw the sides level again. I tell you, there's going to be very little in this game, Refney. Yeah, I've lost count of how many uh, times the sides have been level here today, but it's, it's two or three times anyway. But there's been very little between them uh, at any stage, um, and it's been a really competitive game. And it's kind of great to see uh, five times, and, and that's a fantastic burst of speed there from Orla Smith. She's found herself in loads of space. Scarpa outside her in the two mark. In now, this could be a goal fleet from Village, but. but um, <laughs> Point there for Catherine Farrell. That's 2 2. Farrell has scored and a great response there for. Um, it's kind of really one of those games that you could say tit for tat it's going to be, isn't it? Absolutely. A poor kick out there from St. Bridges and now it's. Uh, it looks to be uh, Smith running through again. She could have got a second hit the post. But it the is referee gone. had the hand up as well for advantage, so it's going to be a free in. Two Leitrim Gales. Yeah, five times the sides have been level in this game, so uh, it just shows you how tight it is and how competitive it is as well. Yeah, and that's the beauty of these tier championships is that teams get to play teams at their own level. You know, we yeah. saw a very one side again today with the winners of this last year, and of course, intermediate is a, it's a massive step up. Oh. Captain Farrell proves that she is human by kicking that free 
wide. And you can see her standing there, and I'd say she's probably saying to herself, you know. She won't be happy with herself no. on that one. Yeah. But, but it's, um, she's had a very impressive open in 13 minutes. 2-2, two, two. Yeah. you know. 2-2 two, two out of 2-6. She should be happy with that. And it's Pat O'Toole who blows a halftime whistle here. And it is the home side who lead by 2-6, two, 2-5. Two, five, two, five. So just a point at it to join myself in Breffney for the second half. We're back underway here in Leitrim. Just second half about to start. Breffney nicely poised. Leitrim Gales by a point to six to two five. One change in there for St Bridget's. Eva Gaffney is off and Lenny Corrigan is on. Just see Rebecca Morn doing a few stretches. The poor girl was in the wars in the first half. But as I said, evenly poised. Absolutely, but it's been a very impressive performance from both sides. Of course, St. Bridges played this morning in the media championship, so they're missing their uh, their first selection. They uh, played 15 girls there, so they can't play under the rules as it stands. And um, yeah, Leeson Gales have been a match. They're one point up, but I think we may have or may not have gone out at the start of the, of the game. But I think it's very important that we put on the record how, how significant this is for the, the club. It's a big, big day. It's their first ever. Uh, championship game at adult level in the female grade and uh, and they've acquitted themselves fantastically well in the opening exchanges and that's it referee Pat O'Toole throws up the ball and we're back underway and that player who I mentioned a few minutes ago Rebecca Moran wins possession there she's done very well in the middle of the park for her side but uh, Lauren Dunhall putting her under pressure but uh, Lauren too robust oh yeah, whatever way she fell, she's the gum shield out as well. And it wasn't a real, you know, dirty challenge, it was just whatever way I Rebecca think it might, fell. It might just be a build-up of different impacts now over the last 30 minutes or so. She's she's just struggling to get herself up off the, off the pitch. Um, she's getting attention now, Darren McDonald just come on to have a look at her and see how she gets on. But a bit of concern across the face of uh, with Orla Smith who's sitting down with her and uh, the two managers Darren McDonough and Joe Malidi are on to give her a little bit of a, a rub of the, the magic water It's not putching is it? <laughs> no, no putching around these parts She's having a drink and she looks like she'll be up again in a second but She's made a, a stern stuff and she should be able She to really to is because that uh, first half she was involved in so much you know, want to see a player because uh, you know the, the battle there because uh, Lauren Dunhoe one minute you see her battling there with uh, Orla Smith but it's mainly herself and uh, Rebecca and it, it's a really interesting battle yeah she's up there yeah the two lads making sure she's uh, 110% right to continue on She's not going to want to miss out on this, you know. These play- a lot of these players, as you said, some of them are new, but then some of them are, have been with the club for so long that you know when you put on your, you put on that club jersey, it, it means like I was no good of a footballer, but when I put on, you know, for the Gaelic from others and others from my club, it's just something special. Yeah, but I think she's also uh, she's a former St Francis player, so she's been she's played a lot of football uh, at underage level with St Francis down the road here in Shambo, and uh, she's joined the club this year and. Uh, to see what she brings as Orla Flynn and just brushes off that challenge. Go, go, go. Orla, Flynn. Orla Smith, Orla Flynn is the same person, by the way. Over the bar. Wide, yeah. Just, it's a bit like that, yeah. A lot of players kind of keep their maiden name or some of them kind of change. It's um, in Longford, someone said to me there was a great player, Fiona Blessington, and, and someone said to me, she had a relation with Fiona Gettins, and I was like, that's her married married name. It's but, the same person. Yeah. You tend to, I think a lot of people down the country tend to keep a person's maiden name, don't they? Like people will always say to me about my mum, my mother's maiden name. So uh, Lainey Corrigan, who was introduced at halftime for Ava Corrigan, she is on the ball now and she plays it over to... It's Louise Gallagher now in possession. Oh, great block there, actually, great block there. 
Rebecca Cogan, I think, got that touch. Yeah, Heston now in possession. With some of the numbers now, I'm kind of there going, yes. They're not like eight or nine, so you have to kind of ha have a bit of a look around. Well, Obviously, a, Gallagher and Carvey, I know one. You can hear a little bit of a rumble going around the, the, uh, the ground here. Laughter from the, the Leitrim Gales fans. Maura Heston won the ball there and turned to kick it, but kicked it towards her own goal. I think she forgot they'd switched ends at halftime. So that's that's something you don't see in the that football that happened often. at a soccer match years ago, and you won't want me to mention it. Stephen Gavin scored a fantastic own goal for Longford Town against Waterford in a cup semi-final. Forgot where he was going. So Orla Smith there, and she's trying to get the ball in there. And it's in to Molly Ursula Gancy, but it's cut out there. Well cut out there by the St. Bridget's defence. And uh, I suppose they'll want to stick tighter than they were in the first half. Good show on there by Riona Mateig. Absolutely. I, think it's important there. To, I know I'm poking a bit of fun at, uh, at Maura. She'll kill me when she hears it back. But... Um, I think it's important to note that these girls have shown up for the club and have shown up and uh, have been part of this uh, fantastic day and whether it ends up in a win, a loss or a draw uh, today. And they're part of history, aren't they? Absolutely. And, and you look at where the club has to start somewhere and just getting a, a team fielded is, is the hardest part. So uh, kudos to everyone who's here today in the green and purple jersey, whether they're on the younger side or the older side. Um, they're here, more importantly. That game we were at this morning with St Mary's, there were a few girls... Um, who traditionally would be from the, the location here but they've chosen and it, it's, their, it's their right to their, they're chosen with their um, if there's going to be an incident here I'll leave it to you yeah it seems to be uh, remember we, we talked about how Pat was quite lenient in the first half will we see our first no we won't see our first same bin it's just a bit of a talk or two there uh, to Derby Gun there was nothing warranted any yellow card you know what in the men's game you probably would have seen it which is ridiculous some of it whereas here there's been plenty and who has that ball only Orla Smith and she's racing through and she's got players each side of her and she sees uh, Catherine Farrell but uh, Catherine Farrell drops it but it's picked up again by Orla Smith back to Farrell she twists she turns plenty of players around but she's still able to take off the shot oh and the goalkeeper she saved the ball and she pushed it on to her and in some ways she would have been better off letting the ball go wide Catherine Farrell has a chance again she gets in Oh, Rebecca Riley, she made a little bit of a boo-boo with the last one. It ended up getting lucky with the post and clearing it herself. But that time, a great touch over the bar. Maybe could have held it, but I think she'd be happy enough uh, to have escaped with a, a single point after the, the mistake just seconds earlier. But it's a good recovery for her there. And that's our first point of the second half. And that's another point. That's 2-3 uh, for Catherine Farrell. We have six minutes in, and it's 2-7, two 2-5 seven, two in favour of Leitrim Gales. And uh, back over there, Willow Donegan trying to spread the ball over. Orla Smith again was involved in that point a few minutes ago. And again, plenty of numbers around her. Brianna Mateig and Lauren Donahoe trying to get her. Noni Kwan is over there. Has she been fouled? No, she's lost possession. And it's a case of any mistake here is going to be capitalised on by the, the yeah, but it's team Leah Cull there as well. So... Uh, Every player is really going for it. Leonie Corrigan has the ball there, drops it, picks up then, then by Deirdre Quinn, who is back out here in her own back line, and she's moving forward now. Deirdre is looking for support there. Who has she got? She has, uh, who else? Only Louise Gallagher. Louise Gallagher is going on. She's moving in as Chloe Harvey has the ball. Gallagher is moving one side of her. She knows where to go. Back over to Deirdre Quinn. Deirdre Quinn is trying to get by our player. And Deirdre Quinn puts the ball over the bar. Deirdre, fantastic uh, score from her. Um, she basically started that move, didn't she? Absolutely. She's been involved in a lot of the really good stuff going forward for, for St. Bridget's today. And she's no spring chicken either. She uh, Mature, mature. She would have... She would have featured on that Leitrim team that won uh, a junior All-Ireland in 1987. Um, so I was just about to start in primary school. Uh, some of these girls' parents were not even in primary school at that stage. It's uh, She's some woman to still be Isn't on the field and, and playing and representing her team and having fun here on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You know, we just seen um, Martin McHugh there last night with Ockney Sheelan and, you know, people like that just... Uh, ball in there but it is well worked and well played there by Alana Gunn but unfortunately she lets the ball to go to Willow Donegan, Willow Donegan has to put there from Catherine Farrell Catherine Farrell is 
Eumann again and she hits the ball wide there but as you said you know great servants these people like Georgia Quinn and Martin McHugh and people like that who uh, still want to give you know give something back to their club and play football well, you talk about Martin McHugh and, and Maeve McQuinn obviously played in the senior game earlier, the intermediate game earlier for St. Bridges. She's, she's floating around, I think she's actually doing umpire at the far end there. But uh, as Idel, her, her daughter, informed me, there's nine years between Maeve and Deirdre. So people are so impressed with Maeve playing. Deirdre's nine years older. Oh. So um, we, won't, we won't start naming numbers, but it's, it's an impressive and that's a great tackle. There wouldn't be a miss in the Aviva in a rugby game. But... Uh, Maura Heston has. Uh, God, it makes me so lazy when you when you see that. Uh, when you think that you know she should be playing, you know, getting from others and others, but no, she's still out and good enough to play here. And uh, Darvla Gunn is going through for her side there, St Bridget's. It's over the far side. A shot comes in there. Just want to check and see who got that. And uh, we are level now here. It's blocked. Two down. eight two. Two seven to two seven. I make that number see. 21, I think, which is uh, Jacinta Maguire, I believe. We'll, we'll double check that with uh, our stats guru here, Con Doyle. But uh, at the moment, it's, it's uh, level pegging here. But a stats man. Do you remember years ago there used to be uh, fancy football? Stato. I, yeah. I was only talking about them last week. We're only babies when that was on. And uh, who else again? We mentioned Louise Gallagher lots for um, St. Bridget's. But, uh, Catherine Farrell has been really immense for her side here and just showing her class. Back over again. Win over there by uh, Amy Doherty. Amy Doherty is playing into the forward line, but unfortunately it's lost there in the forward line. It looks like Gemma Galligan Maguire there and Lauren Donohoe now has it. We were talking about the, the battle in the middle of the park with her, Rebecca Morden. Rebecca Morden was behind her back in and whatever way Rebecca went behind her and she put her off there with the pass very good tracking back there by Rebecca Moore and she pushed Lauren off when Lauren was passing the ball and uh, Lauren Donahoe gave the ball away so uh, some very good tracking back and there's a change here for Leitrim Gales Ernst Glancy's making away and she's been replaced by uh, a very young looking player who's coming onto the field do you know what, this is historic as well because it's the first ever substitute they're going to have. You know, all these little firsts. Everything is the first. Yeah, it's, a, it's great to be part of it, isn't it, Brefney? Absolutely, we will let you know who that is. It looks like is. a seven on the back of it, is it? Potentially 17 coming onto the field. Uh, it is 17. Yeah, Anna Doherty is on for Ursula Glancy. But uh, St. Bridget's win possession there. Sides are level 2 7, 2 2 7. That's six time. They've been level, so just shows you how tight this game is. So Bridget's still in possession with Lauren Donahoe. Lauren Donahoe's trying to break through. She plays it off to Chloe Harvey. Chloe Harvey to Louise. Ah, that is, that's an unfair, I think that's, I don't understand that decision. He's, he signalled uh, to an advantage which he had kept going and they had gained 20 yards and a shooting chance and he's pulled it back for the free when I, thought maybe I genuinely feel that player in the possession with the option she had was in a much better position 20 yards I thought that because she hadn't even a chance to take the shot and she could have done something with it because no one Louise Gallagher she wasn't going to just uh, do there and take a shot she would have run on through and Gallagher with the shot and Gallagher just puts the ball wide and Tony G is after walking by us with uh, his uh, bucket hat I don't know if he's gone fishing or he was at the beach or whatever today he's the most travelled man in Leitrim today he uh, he did cover again for us this morning and drum a hair of all places. So a uh, oh, long journey. 98 kilometres, I think, to cover a Leitrim ladies game today. Uh, he did w- in Things one direction. we do for Breffney, Tony. The things we do for Breffney. It's all in, in the promotion of ladies there, football. Right, Sonia Maguire and a great catch there by Rebecca Cogan. We spoke earlier about Sonia and her kickouts and her distribution has been absolutely brilliant. Rebecca Morn, who had been in the wars for a lot of this game, is still there and she's still running and she's doing well here. Amy Doherty lays the ball back over there. Neve Hargan. Neve has already got a point to her name of this game. And who else is the ball? Only Catherine. That's a great goal from Catherine. She was shooting for a point, but it got short and just evaded the reach of Rebecca Riley. And Leeson Girls have given themselves a real shot in the arm now after being quiet for the last 10 minutes or so. And we've actually, that's a bit of history, the first hat trick for uh, Leitrim Gales there. 43 minutes here. And. Uh, Great credit to uh, Sonia Farrell. It was Sonia Farrell's goal kick, or Sonia, sorry, Maguire's goal kick. 
she uh, was able to get uh, the goal out there and uh, great move and then obviously Catherine I was expecting a point and it just but uh, some bridges are still in it Jarvla Gunn is over there Jarvla Gunn into it's the same player with the last one just sent to Maguire but uh, to Maguire. a great burst there from Jarvla Gunn uh, some nice interplay with Louise Gallagher and uh, to create that opportunity but we're really starting to see some of these younger girls really growing into the game and for some it's their first time playing at adult level as well they might have featured with the intermediate team in recent years so there's a lot of newbies on the pitch today but it's a really really good game as well yeah, and there's a few stars of the future uh, floating around here making loads of noise so apologies if you're hearing stuff around us and then the listen the Irish or English language and Bobblet in there and these young girls are on the attack but it was well won back there by Lauren Dunhall she has been quite impressive so far in this game run there by Jared McGowan but run back again by Willow Donegan it's, it really is all action here. I suppose. Oh, he has his game. Ball on the catch on Carl. As you can hear from the screams around us here, there's some plenty of happy people. But it's a nice little stretch now in the score. Uh, stretches out 4 7 to 2 8. But it's, it's score for score now. The Nation Gales are getting goals when St. Bridget's are only getting points down the other end. So there's a little bit of a gap now that's opening up. But I don't think we're going to see them uh, pull ahead. I think Bridget's are going to rally in the next couple of minutes as well. Louise yeah. Gallagher looks busy here. Five, po five points in the difference. But when you pairs like Louise Gallagher, Chloe Harvey, and the ball, she's been stretched there by Rebecca Cogan. And it's going to be a free in for Louise Gallagher. And if uh, anyone thought junior football was uh, quite boring or nothing to it, they were wrong. We've had quality scores. We've had four goals from one player. Like, she has scored 4-3. That is a remarkable tally. You know, if we scored in the men's game, we'd all be going, oh, such a one scored 4-3. Louise Gallagher, unfortunately, her free is just wide there. That fourth goal, we or the third goal, we thought maybe, you know, had a bit of light between the two sides. Then St Bridges went down and got a score, but that fourth goal might have just killed off the challenge. I know there's still time to go on it, but I wouldn't be five points is not an awful lot in a, in a ladies' football game, particularly at junior level, where one poor kick out is three points straight away at, at either end. So it could go anyway yet, and we're seeing a lot of kind of uh, maybe dubious tackling techniques from uh, from some of the more inexperienced players. So there's plenty of time left. There's plenty of scores left in this game. We saw how quickly. Leitrim Gales got those two goals. It could go the other way really, really quickly as well. But at the moment, it's definitely advantage Leitrim Gales, and they'll be very excited, excited and great uh, celebrations around the town tonight if they come away with this. Going back there in their defence by St Bridget's Lauren Maguire or Lauren Dunhill is it off, but well won there by Orla Smith. And everyone screaming, "Come on, catch him!" Because they know that uh, this girl can show magic. Catch him foul off to Orla Smith. Orla Smith again we talked about them they combined in the first 10 seconds they hit the back of the net this time it's been a, a reversal Laura Smith a great burst from her she won the ball on her own 45 metre line great run found Catherine Farrell was available for the for the uh, return and then buried in the back of the net to put 8 points between them we've had 7 goals I've seen Celtic score 9 goals today so will I get another 9 goals and Liverpool scored 9 yesterday so will I get it has been just and you know what you know St Bridget's go down and try and get another score like after that instead of heads dropping they go down the other end this is really you know great credit to both teams it's not a a massive senior championship game for, but for a lot of those players it is their senior championship and uh, they've been doing so well you know it's great to see players like Catherine Farrell Orla Smith Deirdre Quinn out there then obviously Louise Gallagher yeah, both teams have been very, very impressive throughout the whole uh, 50 minutes or so that we've seen so far and just get a chance to take on a bit of water. Uh, we saw water breaks in some games yesterday in, in different codes. That's a great, that's a dubious free kick there. Uh, it looked to be a bit short in terms of where she was when the ball was taken, but uh, Palatul not interested in, in, a, in giving a free. It's going to be a point for Louise Gallagher, but I think she was much closer than she's allowed to be to the, uh, the take of that free as she ran by her. 
but uh, the, I think to be fair, Pat O'Toole, the referee, has has been very lenient in yeah. some of the application of the rules. But I think it's actually helped the game maybe as a spectacle and as a contest. And I don't think it's been Im- imbalanced. And really, on there's side. nothing really that we've said. We've we've said one or, one or two things on either side have been, oh uh, well, you know what. Uh, but there's been nothing that the players have given out to. You know, he's let the game flow, and that's exactly what we want. There's no blowing the whistle every five minutes, which. Uh, doesn't do anything for a game. Arda Smith, who's got a goal just a few minutes ago, she's going on the attack. She decides to take shot, but uh, yeah, that has that one on the highlight reel for for YouTube tomorrow. But uh, a great piece of work there. We talked about Orla Smith and Catherine Farrell a lot, but there's a great piece of work there by Willow Dunnigan, and she's really going into that half forward role in the last couple of of exchanges since maybe half time. We've seen a lot more of her on the ball, and uh, she's been productive with all the balls she's gotten. So. Again, another young player that's come through the academy I here. Number yeah, 12, I see uh, number 20, Karen Reynolds, is on as well. But I think in the second half, maybe they were just a little bit nervous in the first half because I see a lot of players in the second half, a lot more players are showing for the ball. And as you said, Willow has really come into this game in the second half. Also, Amy Doherty as well. There's players like that who have shown for the game, for the ball more. Poor uh, Rebecca. She's in the wars. But again, it was... It was an intervention there from Willow Donegan that, that gave the ball to Rebecca Moore in that instance from that kickout. So uh, we're seeing these youngsters coming in that are, are growing with that little bit of experience yep. around them. They're watching the girls that they've been training with uh, put in some really, really impressive performances today and they're, and they're rising to the occasion themselves. 5 7 2 9 the score, Catherine Farrell. Just gone to the right and wide. So that's uh, 22 points to 15, 7 in it. As you said, lots, lots to play, but I think if uh, Leitrim Gales can keep on keep that scoreboard ticket over. Oh, come on. The that's the first one we've seen where uh, a foot has gone in where hands were, and yeah. we've seen a free given against uh, Leitrim Gales for that, but it's going to be a Bridget's free inside the 145 minute line. But uh, probably the right decision as well. It was just a little bit late, uh, but... We see Dervla going there on the ball and she's well supported there by Sean Mannion on the far side. Uh, but unfortunately that ball has been given away and it's that girl Amy you mentioned Doherty, a couple yeah. minutes ago, she's yeah. been impressive. The yeah. two wing forwards have been playing a bit deeper around midfield but yeah. they've, they've been on the ball a good bit recently. Yeah exactly and uh, Sibri just had turned that ball over. Ball in quickly as a can into Chloe Harvey. She's running for the ball hoping that it doesn't go out and she's well kept in there. That's good work Leah by Leah Cole back in is, the corner. Uh, keeping her keeping tabs in her there but uh, Chloe Harvey's able to play the ball in and the ball fall nicely for long Laney Corrigan or will it fall to a St Bridges player falls to a St Bridges player Lee Lauren Donahoe with it and uh, poor from uh, Lauren but uh, Leah done well but um, Chloe though show her class or Chloe Harvey that she was able to even under the pressure of Leah Cull there that she was able to uh, play the ball over I think it also needs to be said that Sonia Maguire, she, we haven't seen much of her in the last little while, but she's been really solid for Leach Bales and Bales. And she's provided that uh, foundation that maybe isn't in a lot of teams at this level. Uh, both goalkeepers have been impressive today. I was going to say, our team of the week, we could end up having a woman in goals for team of the week. Because uh, earlier on today, we had a penalty saved and a penalty scored by a, a goalkeeper. So... Uh, the ladies are definitely, you know, deserving of places on the team of the week that we've had so far. Leitrim Gales in the attack and number 20, it's Karen Reynolds that has a shot. It was blocked there, but she tried to get it off again. And oh, it's just uh, stuck there on the line, but it's out for a 45. It's a good uh, save on the line there for, uh, from, I think it was number 20 for Leitrim yeah, Gales. Yeah, Karen Reynolds. Effort. Uh, good effort, but it just uh, pushed away from the, the post. I think possibly by Sean Mannion, uh, just covering back yeah. but a chance there maybe for Leitrim Gales to get themselves on the scoreboard again but it just didn't quite materialise I think maybe she was going for goal instead of just popping it over the bar yeah when you kind of get more than two or three goals you kind of go oh do you know what we'll try and get instead of what you're looking it's, it's the first game as well and they're going to learn so much as I said you know it doesn't really matter what it's supposed to do for them to get a win but how the game goes it's just what they're going to learn from it or this with there with a short 45 she plays to catch a Farrell Farrell back to Smith Smith is there by Lauren Dunhoe but she holds off Lauren Dunhoe and a great score there all the umpires have indicated a wide on that one 
Uh, we have a f uh, what's the score at the moment, Denise? It's been a while since it we've seen the score. It is five seven to two nine. Leitrim Gales lead by seven points, and so it's a fairly comprehensive lead. It's still amazing point. there, like you're going five trees are. You get, you get techniques to how you do it. Threes and ones. It's, it's, like, it's like a it's like a dark player. You there going like how do the dark players just know what they need? So ball kicked out there. Norm don't know who's going for it, but it's one there by Deirdre Quinn, and she has uh, clocked up some amount of miles on this pitch alone today. Sean Emanion, who uh, has been very good for her side, involved down there. The ball is going. Will Louise Gallagher get it ahead of Leah Cull? And she does get it ahead of Leah Cull, and she breaks her way in. She gets inside. Oh, that's and a it's point. You could see Maeve. I you didn't even have to see if it's gone over because I just see Maeve Quinn Reach. just given. If Quinn's reaching for the white flag, you know. You and know she just gave over. and she gave the, the applause, and you were there. All right. So five ten, five seven two ten, and you know two ten is a is a great score. You know, like five seven two ten. You know, it's it's an open game. And it's a, a very good game of football. It's a great yeah. run there from Willa yeah, Donegan again, again looking yeah. for that ball and she finds in the middle a great ball outside to Joseph Murta uh, onto Rebecca Moore. It's, it's a really nice, it's, it's be turning into a really nice game as these girls are growing into this level. I think sport. that's exactly, we said that about Willow and uh, Amy Doherty because Catherine Smith, Catherine Farrow was there kind of being the, the big one and she takes a low drive. Ends up in the back of the net. We don't even need to announce that she scored a goal now. The crowd will do it for us here beside us. But uh, another goal for Catherine Farrell, another goal for Leitrim Gales. I think that probably is is the insurance score at this stage with four or five minutes left of regulation time. Uh, and I make that uh, a fairly substantial score between them. Uh, nine points maybe between them. Is that, am I right in that? Six, seven to two, ten. Yeah. Keep it there, keep it there. It's uh, a great performance so far by Leitrim Gales. Uh, I think for me the, the quality of that from kick out yeah. into the hands of Willa Donegan right across to uh, oh, the, Smith. Yeah, and, and it was just a, a but nice as you move said, with four But as you said, Brefney, as this game has gone on, we've mentioned that about Willow and Amy, uh, because obviously Catra Farrell and Orly Smith were the two players that you know you kind of look to bring out that Leitrim Gales were looking to kind of you know lead them but those players have really grown into the game and you know this game has uh, it's only going to bring these players on referee yeah. has uh, signals it's going to be a free in yeah he, he's let the game bridges. play to be fair Pat O'Toole he, he just, like I said at you there's been no stop starting in this yeah. game yeah He's been he's been lenient enough with the application of the rules, but he's been consistent across both teams, and he's he's really played the advantage rule very well at times. Um, uh, sometimes a bit questionable, but that time there he played it really really well in terms of there was a foul on um, Louise Gallagher. She found the player inside, um, or it was actually Deirdre Quinn was fouled. When Robin Guckian seems to be down, uh, receiving some attention. But the great thing as well about um, this game, it's played in such a, um, a sporting fashion as well. You know, there's been nothing cynical there's been no tough challenges yes there's been tough challenges but they've all been inverted commas legal absolutely but it's uh hope you're enjoying it from wherever you're listening to whether it's uh in the St Bridget's area or Leitrim Village or even further afield if you're a expat I'm delighted to have had your company for the last hour or so here on finalwhistle.ie uh, with Denise and myself uh, but it's been uh, an interesting game. It's been fun to watch. Um, it's been played in a really good spirit, as you said. And, and Joe and Dermot actually had two for the price of one because uh, Rachel McDonough was down injured as well as uh, Robin Guckian. But Rachel's back up and it looks as if uh, Robin... And I know I can say this, Brefney, but it, it's, uh, it's a fantastic service that you are providing. I know myself that if I was at home... It would be great to be able to uh, listen in and the great thing about it is with the internet now you can listen in and anywhere in the world and well, I look fun. forward to uh, tuning in when I'm lying on a beach next month in Spain. It's, it's funny though, you're, you're looking at three of the mentors for Leitrim there kind of looking after those two girls but two of them are their dads, Rachel McDonough's dad Dermot and, and uh, Mal Guckian attendant to his own daughter there, Robin, so uh, it's not that often you see that situation. No, it's not you see with, with the uh, first day they're looking after, the, the, the first day there's the, the mammy you're looking after. Good score there, Louise Gallagher. Uh, 6-7 to 11, so uh, they're not letting up in the scoring. 
the bridge that's neither. Which yeah. Six seven two eleven, I think, is the yeah. score. Uh, you left out the two. It's very important. Oh, sorry. Very important to everyone over in St. Bridget's listening to us. Uh, but uh, it's been a really good uh, clash between these two sides. But uh, Leitrim Gales just have applied the afterburners a little bit in the last five six minutes, and two or three goals from Catherine Farrell have really put a, a gap between them. You never Fine Ola Smith. Oh, here oh, we go. Good St. Bridget's. True. Robin Guckin is trying to stop her, but she doesn't. Over a, the bar there. A, a fantastic score for St. Bridges, but a very lucky escape. And you know what? She could have hit it lower. Six. I meant to uh, compliment um, Joe's taping up of um, Leah Cull, but we were very disappointed. It's black and green. Her tape is not black and purple. Green and purple, even. Or green and purple. Sorry, should have been. It's green and black. Her tape is. But a great score there for these guys. Just been, like, as well as the football that's been on show here, some of the, the performances and the play. Arda Smith is just pushing them all to one side there. And she releases the ball back to Catherine Farrell. Catherine Farrell plays it back to Orla, even though it was a tough enough ball, she's able to get it. Catherine it runs into trouble, but then she's able to back out and she knows where to go. That's the experience. She's been. Gosh, you'll be a great ball in there, Karen Reynolds there, unfortunately she drops it, and uh, Shauna Mannion, who you had said earlier on, and she really has been very impressive for the Maura Heston up there, Maura has her own fan club here, because there's a few screams up there for her, and Catherine is over there, and it is Amy Doherty, oh, and Amy somehow miskicks it, I think she thought chance to pull over the black spot back over to Anna Doherty Anna Doherty has the post it's finished by Karen Rells she had a couple of chances earlier on and she was denied but uh, isn't that what you call persistence but again we saw some of the, maybe the, the, the names we haven't heard much of today really involved in that Maura Heston won a great ball out here right in front of us yep. uh, when really she probably shouldn't have been favourite to that she just burst through came out with the ball great catch there uh, by Orla Smith but she, she set up a really good chance there and a couple of girls like we saw uh, be an air shot in golf if you hit it and who else Catherine Farrell again that is one, two, three, four, five, five, four. she has scored it's a fairly a decent achievement to anyone at any level. But, uh, Actually, that's the score in itself for a team, so to get that. But, you know, just the football there. And I mentioned, you know, about maybe the fitness levels. But credit to both sides, you know, the fitness level. And in a game like today, OK, the sun is now, but it's still one of those energy sapping days where it could take an awful lot out of you. And, you know, they're still going, both sides, yeah, both sides of the pitch. 5-4 would have her point up against today's opponents, so... It's not a bad achievement of anyone's standards, but uh, no, she's been really impressive. And, and, and the thing about it is, she's been extremely impressive, but there's also been, obviously she'll get the, 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 the headlines and the limelight, but there's been other fantastic performances there as well. You know, we mentioned the two uh, wing forwards who have moved back, then obviously uh, Josie Murta full back, you know, Sonia Maguire, goalkeeper saved a penalty. When you think of that penalty, was at a crucial time as well when she saved it, you know, like this team are only going to get better. Uh, that's Orla uh, Smith now down her, she's been, uh, herself and, and Deirdre. Deirdre Queen came together but, uh, and look at you know, Deirdre showing what she <laughs> she's trying to help her up I'm not sure if she's trying to help her up or just to get the game going again I thought that can, yeah I thought she was like no no no, like no I think it's inverted commas okay. helping, helping her up I thought oh isn't she nice and she's like basically I'll help you up yeah. <laughs> quickly but uh, it's going to be a free it's years of experience for Deirdre yeah. absolutely but uh, do you know, it's been, it's been a lovely afternoon, it's been a historic oh, evening for the club and I suppose much like the men did 25 years ago uh, and I was lucky enough to be at that game too, I sat on the bench. Um, with your bottle, a, with, your bottle with your bottle, I was going to say with your bottle in your hand, baby quite, bottle. No, I was, I was talked out uh, but I didn't play, oh. um, I was a young 16 year old when you, when you were allowed to play at that age, nowadays you wouldn't be allowed to play at that age but um, it's great to see this level of competition now available to girls in, yep. in the village as, a, as, a, as someone who was born and raised only a couple of hundred yards from the pitch here it's it's great to see that the girls of the community now have the same opportunity to play all the way up to adult football and thank you Brethley as well for uh, you know covering this game and, and giving them the opportunity and you know giving these players exposure that they, they might not have had the, the chance of um, and hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be watching them along the way because I'm sure both sides will probably meet at 
a lot of stage in the championship and if Catherine Farrell can do stuff down one end it's uh, Louise Smith down, or Lee Scholar down the other side she plays it back oh Sonia McGuire done very well oh we have a discussion oh the two Matt, the Matt two Buckley is saying one thing and Maeve Quinn is saying the other well, the ref hasn't fun. blown the whistle but the, the game has stopped as the two umpires are looking for a little conflab and yeah because I don't know, it was just the way, it, body language from Sonia, I thought maybe she did save it, because she didn't look flustered. Normally, if you let it over the line, you do look flustered, where she did look cool when she picked it up. Now, no one did. Was there any players nearer? Mal says it was off the post and onto the line. Well, I think I think we're in a situation where you have two umpires, one from each side, and the one from the team who done each of them what benefits themselves. And you know what? Isn't it lucky that it's not a close game? And, and but the referee. Look at Sonia McGuire's whip match. She's coming out to restart the game, so it looks like he's given the he's given the goal. I think. Yeah. But he, no flags have gone up or no. He's he's making a mark in the score card already. So we don't actually know. I think Mal is refusing to put up the green flag anyway. Uh, but uh, no green flag. But it looks like he has noted a score. So I think it's going to be a, fa- a score. And it was number twenty-one. Yeah, just sent to McGuire who hit that. It's the last. Kick just of the game. Fabulous victory for Leitrim Gales either way historic for for the club for the ladies in the community and in the club and uh, a really really impressive first day out for Leitrim Gales they'll be delighted with it but not a bad performance from St Bridget's either they'll be quite happy with their second team's performance here today oh no those great performances on, on both sides and uh, glad to be here next weekend another weekend another busy weekend and as I mentioned before I see hugs and kisses out there and it just shows you what it means to all the players as I mentioned before the Leitrim GA book all good bookstores from your club from finalwhistle.ie um, a fantastic book when we just see over there Dermot giving all his girls a hug you know it just shows you what it means to the players so uh, thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back next weekend with another jam-packed weekend of football from Leitrim